What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Soundline Soundbody Academy podcast. Happy to be here. We got a special guest today, Mr. Colton Little. Very honored to be here. <laughs> um, if you don't know Mr. Colton Little, um, great guy, a big leader on campus. Uh, you want to tell him a little bit about what you're doing right now? Sure. So right now I'm working as the graduate assistant for Campus Life uh, in the, at the university. I'm just helping uh, facilitate things for student organizations and basically just give all of our uh, RSOs, our registered student organizations, just try and give them uh, all the things that they can, all the tools necessary to let them have a successful uh, time while they're in college and just you know make the most out of the, out of the clubs and groups that they can join. Awesome. That's what I do. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, we're happy to have him. Even outside of that, he's been a big leader on campus and other organizations, presidents and fraternity, and I mean, just all around involved. Didn't you receive the Who's Who Award? I did receive the Who's Who Award for the university. That was last semester, and that yeah. was a very big honor, and I appreciate that. And like Jaden said, you know, I've been involved in a lot of stuff, and so that's why mm-hmm. I chose to specialize uh, in this, you know, in this graduate <coughs> assistantship, just helping out student resources and stuff. And it's been a blast so far, and I'm excited to help share it with uh, with you guys at Sound Mindset Body Academy <laughs> with everybody else for sure. Good deal. And uh, one reason why we want to have Colton on this week is because the topic for this week's podcast is how to make the most out of your college experience. We got the top 10 steps to make the most out of your college experience. Right. And so, um, I mean, Colton, I feel like you've had a pretty good college experience. Yeah, I mean, had a great one so far. Good no, deal. About two more years. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the first four were really good. Yeah. 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 Good deal. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, we got 10 steps today, and we're going to go ahead and uh, get into it. I don't want to make this podcast too long. But number one, we got. Uh, get involved and join an organization or play intramurals. So that's like three things. Just get involved pretty much summed it up. Um, if you come to college, you're only in class for 10% of the time. So that other 90%, you can do whatever you really want. Yeah. So might as well make the most of it. Network, get to meet people. Um, I mean, why do you think joining an organization is important? I think you put it – I think you put it um – I think you said it best when you put it forward right there at the very beginning. You said, you know, 90% of your time, you're not even in class. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to find something to do to keep your mind and your and, you know, and your body active and just, you know, have something to do to, you know, keep yourself engaged in something and, you know, find something that gives you purpose and stuff. So, like, getting involved in student organizations and intramurals, you know, if you were an athlete in high school and you want to keep playing, maybe you don't have what it takes to be, you know, a college athlete. There's tons of intramural departments across all types of college campuses that have a really active good sports programs that allow students to come in and play, you know, anything they want to and have fun with it. And that's always great. You know, being a part of a team is one of the big, uh, you know, big motivating factors in people's lives. So I feel like getting involved, not just in the intramurals, but in a student organization, something that you align with, that you have, uh, you know, that you think that makes, you know, makes you feel good about yourself and that you see a good, a lot of value in and something that's just fun. That's what really you got to do is, you know, getting involved is really just about something you want to do that has fun outside of studying for your classes. I think that's one of the, it's probably, probably the biggest way to have your college experience be greater than what it could be. So if you just get out there, join some clubs, make some friends, have some fun. Definitely. I like a lot of things you said in there. One thing I want to point out, um, whenever you said join an organization, he doesn't mean just join an organization, just not do anything after you yeah. join. And that's something that we've seen throughout mm-hmm. the past is people will join organizations, just pay their little membership and not do anything in the organization. You really want to get the most out of it, like if you're going to join it. So if you find something you do enjoy, like-minded individuals like you, trying to better themselves, make the most out of it. Run for a leadership mm-hmm. position and really push yourself. That's going to set you up for life after college. I mean, might as well Yeah, make the most of it. Um, we can go on number two. Do things outside of your comfort zone. So that kind of goes in with join an organization, do something you haven't done before. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you do 
everything you've already done, you're never going to get any better if you stay in your little bubble. But why do you think getting out of your comfort zone is important? I think that like the the human quest for just like knowledge and learning new things and gaining new experiences is one of like the biggest things that we have an appetite for as people, and especially with the people that are in this you know the Sound Mind Sound Body Academy. They really just want to know. Like, you know, how can I get involved? How can I do the right thing? And how can I learn something new that maybe makes me feel good about myself or that it can teach me how to do something later on? Getting outside of your comfort zone is like, it's one of the most influential things that you can do, especially while you're in college. It's not, you know, maybe joining an organization that you didn't want to, or maybe going to an event that you maybe might not have because there'd be a lot of people that's not really your crowd or whatever. But I think that getting out of your comfort zone is just one of the biggest things to really discover who you are, which is what these four years or two years or six years or eight years of going to school, getting higher education is all about. It's just figuring out not only what you want to specialize in for your career and for your later life, but who you are as a person, you know, your goals, you know, your mantra and your creed and, you know, what you stand for and, you know, who you want to be as a person. So when you try different things that maybe you wouldn't want to do, uh, getting out of your comfort zone can really help you discover that, you know, I am the person that I want to be or I'm not the person that I want to be, so let's try X, Y, Z, and then I can be A, B, C. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Awesome. This man has a way with words if you haven't, <laughs> haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen that movie Yes Man with yes, Jim Carrey? It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I love, yeah. love Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen that movie, it talks about someone who just stays inside all day, doesn't really do anything at the beginning of the movie, and then he just starts saying yes to everything, and he figures out things that he really enjoys. And we're not saying say yes to everything. No. Have your priorities straight, no. and we'll touch on that here in a minute. Yeah. But just try new things. Yeah, if you say yes to everything, that's how, like, you end up like the guy in the movie and you shoot a cow with a bazooka <laughs> or something. You don't want to do that. That's against the law and frowned upon. So must not make that happen. <laughs> number three, keep your grades your number one priority and go to class. Jaden, what is the one thing that we heard in our four years in the same organization endlessly? What is the one thing that we heard? Keep well, your grades. Yeah, keep your grades your first important priority. Before you do anything else, make sure you got your grades right. Absolutely. You come to college to graduate and get a degree. Like, you may come here and think, oh, I'm here to party and have fun and, you know, meet lots of people and, you know, do lots of awesome things. But, I mean, you're here for a reason. Either you're paying to go to this school or someone else is paying you to go, is someone paying for you to go to this school or you worked hard enough to get scholarships. But your number one goal while you're here and in college should always be to, you know, go to class, make sure all your grades are good and make sure that you've done all your homework. That way, you know, you have more time to do all the other stuff that you want to do. I can't even tell you how many times that it was important for me to prioritize my grades over things that I wanted to do, and it ended up paying for me in the long, paying off for me in the in the long run. You know, there were times where you know everybody would be hanging out together, all my friends, they all go out to some, or go out and do something, and I'm like, no, nah, I gotta stay home and write a paper, and that was a bummer at the time. But when I, when they all they all got back and I finished my paper, I still got to hang out with them, still got to hang out with them, still got to have fun. But, uh, you know, I made sure that my grades and my schoolwork were the number one priority. Because if you don't, you know, you fail out and you can't even go to college. So. And we've seen that tons a of times, especially in the organizations we've been involved with. People come up here, have a lot of fun their first semester, and then they're gone. And mm -hmm. now they're working some job that they really don't enjoy. And so definitely keep your grades your top priority. And there's things that you can do to keep your grades a priority. Join an organization. A lot of them have academic requirements that you have to meet. Meet with your teachers. Get to know them. Like your teachers will work with you every way you can and if you can find a teacher that has like or teaches the Classes that get you the job that you want later in life. So let's say Colton you're a communication major I'm right? a communications major. I was, yeah. yeah, so if you find a professor that like is in the communications department, I mean Look at him as a mentor get to know 
as much as you can from him, and that's just another connection you can make, possibly set you up with a job after college, and so. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's good to have balance in all things, but you have to know really, you know, prioritizing what's important to you and what needs to be important to you are two different things. Because, you know, I may say that what's important to me is I like to go home and I like to, you know, play MLB The Show all day. But that's not what really should be important to me. What really is important to me, I should be, you know, focusing on doing my work, graduating my, with my master's degree, and then seeking uh, career opportunities outside of that. And you can still find time to play the show or, you know, play Halo, whatever people, I don't even know what people play anymore. We just play like three, three different games. But you can still prioritize things and just find the balance to make sure that what needs to be done and what you want to do are, you know, working on the same way. That's good. Mm-hmm. Number four, we got have a hobby that you enjoy that relieves stress. Yes. So college is stressful. If oh. you haven't figured that out yet, college is very, very stressful, especially around finals time. And even whenever you're new to college, Getting experience for the first time, it can be stressful not knowing what to do, not knowing what decisions to make. Absolutely. So find something that you enjoy. If you like to golf, pick out a time, have that free time. Um, say at this this day, like on the weekends, I'm going to go play me a little golf, relieve mm-hmm. some stress. Now, don't just make it a habit where you're going and golfing every <laughs> day. Relieving stress all the time. Definitely. Yeah, yeah that can, that can uh, hurt you in the long run. But work, but definitely have – have that self-care time for yourself as well. That's right. It's always important to just have something that at the end of the day that you can always look forward to to come home to, whether it be, you know, watching Family Feud or something like that or coming home and reading the newspaper or reading a book. It doesn't really matter. Just having one thing that you enjoy that makes you feel better about yourself and kind of makes you forget about, oh, yada, 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 you know, people are doing me wrong or my classes aren't going well or, you know, I'm not, I'm tight on money right now. You know, if you just have something that you can do that can make you, you know, forget about all those things and just continue to move forward and, you know, and make yourself, you know, relieved of all the tension and anxiety, you'll feel a lot better. And I'd say that a lot of the stress that people, you know, that we kind of go through while we're in college, you know, not all of it is academic. I'd say, you know, a good portion of it is, but there's a lot of stress that comes, you know, with just being in college in general. It's, you know, the emotional aspect of growing up and leaving your family behind and, you know, kind of changing different things and, you know, you know, you take your life and you put it into chapters. You know, the first chapter was you living at home with your parents and, you know, everything going to, you know, elementary school, high school, that stuff. And that's a great part of your life. It's a great chapter. But then the minute you get here, that next chapter starts and you are expected to be, you know, to be an adult and to be organized and to do all those things so you can be successful. And it's really important that if you have a hobby that can take away from, you know, all the extra stuff that you do mm-hmm. and, you know, that may be worrying you or getting you down, you know, that's going to help you in the long run just feel like, hey, it doesn't matter what's stacked up against me. I can always go home and whittle a little, a little, whittle a little wooden man and just, you know, have good to go. I mean, and, and be good to go. That's really all it takes. Definitely. Yeah. And another thing that releases stress is joining that organization or getting involved on campus, having that support system of people you can count on. Yeah. It goes a long way. Right, so number five, getting in touch on number five. Yes, this just refutes my point about playing the show, but. If you find yourself all the time, you know, sticking to those hobbies that you know can be destructive, like, you know, he literally wrote down, turn off the damn Xbox or PlayStation, like, be present. I think that's what is more important. It's not necessarily like, you know, leaving things behind in entertainment, but it can be if you're having too much, but being present, just being engaged in what you're doing and, um, you know, giving 100% in all that you do, whether it be schoolwork, organizations, extracurricular activities, your regular work, your job, your relationship, your friendships, you know, there's so many quotes about there like, you know, you don't ever want to do two things 50%. You don't want to do two things halfway. You'd rather do one thing the whole way. And that's how it should yeah. be with everything. You want to do everything that you have out on your plate. You want to give it, you know, just the best amount of energy and effort that you can. And sometimes 
you can't have, you know, you can't divide your attention amongst so many things. Sometimes you have to cut things loose mm. in order to really be present and to really be there and just, you know, focus on the right things. But I think it's important that while you're in college that you really just understand that, like, hey, I'm here for a reason. I need to focus on what my priorities are. I need to focus on how I need to feel about myself. I need to focus on what I can do to achieve all these things uh, that I want to reach, and that's the reason why I'm here. So really just being present is, like, cute, and that was very well said. Turning off the damn Xbox and PlayStation <laughs> can also work. Yeah, and it's so hard for a lot of people to be present nowadays. Like, there's a... With, how fast-paced the world is now. We're just always thinking about what's next. or either living in the past and things we did. But in class, be there. Like, wherever your feet are, be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Colton talked on just doing two things at the same time, doing 50%. I said a quote in the last podcast. It was, if you try to catch two rabbits, you won't catch either. So, if you're in a conversation... That's good. That's good. <laughs> just think that even whenever you're talking with someone, the next time, like, you're having a conversation, just be all there. And to see how it goes, like, yeah. it develops a lot better listening skills, better, like, communication, and, like, builds deeper relationships in the long run, so. Absolutely. And like you said, you know, it's so easy, and definitely in today's day and age, where if you're bored and you don't want to mm-hmm. be in this place, you know, what are you going to do? I'm going to whip out my phone, Instagram, yeah. TikTok, Snapchat, mm-hmm. everything, and just scroll, scroll, scroll mindlessly. And that's not a good thing either, because then you just feed off of that and what yeah. that's telling you to do. So, like he said, just turn the phone off, mm-hmm. turn the Xbox off, get outside, yeah. do something fun, just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you do, be 100% at it. Yeah. yeah, and in the past, the reason I put turn off the damn Xbox and PlayStation was because I've seen it so many times where people, that's all they do. And I understand that that's how a lot of people, like, relieve stress, but if you play Xbox the whole time, you'll blink and you'll graduate, and that's the only thing you'll remember from college. Absolutely. I mean, you'll be 15th prestige on college, <laughs> yeah, but I mean... I mean, you All won't have Fortnite. any memories, and so... All the Fortnite. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of chasing rabbits, you know, that, you know that's, what, that's what boxers do to train? They chase rabbits. And really? Rabbits. Yeah, you ever seen Rocky? Oh, you yeah. Chasing oh, the chicken okay. around? Dude, that's a big time. If you want to learn to box, you can chase multiple rabbits. But if you're not, don't chase that many rabbits. <laughs> Gosh. Number six, talk about this one because you do all these things and I don't very well. Okay. So. Eat healthy, go to the gym, and sleep. Those are definitely important for many, many reasons. First, eating healthy. You get most of your energy from the foods you eat and the things you consume. If you put good in your body, you're going to get good out. That's right. So if you're just eating Wendy's and Slim's every day, I mean, you'll be low on energy in the long run. Good and protein, lots of fat. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. But eating healthy is very important because it might seem real convenient now just to run through something fast on campus. And mm-hmm. But, I mean, you've heard of the freshman 15 before, right? Yeah, real thing. It's a very real thing. I've, I've seen it firsthand with a lot of people I know. They'll I've just come it. on campus. in the freshman 50, so <laughs> They'll just eat everything they can, just go to their room, study or whatever, and a couple years go, go on and... They look a lot different, a lot less happy, no motivation, and just low on energy. So definitely eat healthy. Going to the gym, going to the gym is important for a lot of reasons. First, improves your confidence, improves your health, improves a lot of things. It's a stress reliever. So that's one of the things that we talked about, finding you a hobby that relieves stress. Going to the gym is a big one. Mm-hmm. If you're ever stressed with things in class and whatnot, just go to the gym, lift some weights, move some heavy stuff around, and... I mean, it improves your health a lot, and so... Pick things up and put them down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and sleep. Sleep is super, super important. I can't tell you how many times that I was aided by just like a good night's sleep that I prepared for the day before. So yeah. I could know that like, hey, I have to get up early in the morning to do this, this, and that. Then I have class, then I have a meeting, then I have to work. And I'm like, that's gonna be that's gonna be a seven to nine day. Like I'm gonna have, you know, at least fourteen hours where I'm going. So before that I need ten hours, eight hours, ten hours of sleep. Just before that, I need to get my sleep. It's Goodness. super important that while you know, you're going to college and you know, you're involved and you're doing all these things that like you, you make time for yourself and what's what you really need and your body needs you to sleep. So I mean, that's definitely one big thing is you've got to make time to sleep on a normal schedule and make, you know, a routine around your eating, your exercise and your sleep as, you know, as consistent as you can be. And I, I would say that eating healthy isn't necessarily just like, oh, all the superfoods and all this and that. Yeah. Eat, eat, eating healthy is also, you know, it's kind of like you said, like, People put on that people put on that weight when they get here, and they put on weight and stuff like that. It's kind of, it's kind of, they're kind of using it as a crutch to like mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm not feeling good, so you know this chocolate Twinkie's about to slap. You know that's kind of how they they take those things. They're like, man, you know my girlfriend just broke up with me. Mm-hmm. Sounds like time for a steak dinner. You know oh, it's not sure. it's not the best way. You have to really know how to eat eat healthy foods and eat things that are healthy for you. Like mm-hmm. eating at a healthy time and eating in a healthy mm-hmm. manner. So you don't want to exactly. just you know, yeah. yeah. You can get here and go ham on the soft serve ice cream all you want all day, and it's gonna be great because you know they got different flavors. But yeah. it's really important that you know how to manage, you know, what you're eating, what you're putting into your body, and doing it at the right amount at the right time. You know, that's that's, that's huge. Yeah, and most colleges have that buffet, and so it's really easy just to go back and keep going back, especially whenever you see your friends or even out in social settings. <laughs> so let's say your friends go out to a bar one night, and if you're of age consuming alcohol. And it's so easy just to drink and lose count of how much you drink, and then you just feel terrible the next day and low on energy. And I mean, I've I've read reports where alcohol, the effects of alcohol, can last for up to four days. So if you get absolutely hammered one night, four days later, like you'll finally be back to a hundred percent. So yeah, especially whenever you're drinking multiple times a week. It's not good. It means you're just yeah. essentially always having those effects of alcohol yeah. in your body. And let me tell you something. If I knew that alcohol could have an effect on your body four days afterwards, yeah. I would never drink. That's not good. <laughs> I don't, don't want to drink and then be drunk four days later. Yeah. That's, that's no fun. So For sure. Oh. That's super important. So, yeah, basically to sum up number six, eat healthy, go to the gym and sleep. Do all those things. Make it a routine. Make it a mm-hmm. part of your lifestyle, and you'll be very thankful. But they always say your body is your temple. <laughs> Treat it as such. For sure. Number seven, uh, explore and utilize resources at your school. Uh, talk to teachers related to your career you want. So we kind of touched on that a little bit in the past, but campuses have so many resources that colleges don't utilize. The Health and Wellness Center is a big one. Make the most of it. You can get like a free doctor pretty much instead of going there. Mm-hmm. Even just things outside of the Health and Wellness Center. What are some resources that you've used? So there's the tutoring center downstairs oh, okay. that, we, that we have here, the, the Norman Career Services, and they do more than just tutoring. So they help, you know, obviously if you're struggling in a class, they have people that have come, that, the people that work for the tutoring center in most universities that have either taken that class or in that field of study that can help you kind of figure out how to maneuver through all those difficulties that you're having with that curriculum. But uh, not only just that, you know, a lot of those tutoring and tutoring centers are also combined with a career center, which they help you do you know, mock interviews for jobs, you can go in there and they do resume workshops and say, hey, your resume is really bad, it's written in crayon, you should probably type it out, and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I, they help you out, um, just trying, you know, career readiness, advancement, and stuff like that. 
Um, like you said, health and wellness is really, really great. Mm -hmm. And not only just, you know, the, the resources that they have, you know, that the university provides, but like also the organizations and intramurals, those are resources too, resources to get out and get active, to join a group, to have friendship, teamwork, all that type of stuff. Um, utilizing the resources at your school is super, super important. I know that when I was in charge or I was leading a lot of organizations, I would always say, hey, if you're struggling with, with your classes, mm -hmm. go to this place on campus that you're already paying for. Or hey, if you're sick, don't drive home to Little Rock because you're sick. There's literally a doctor here that you already paid for to help you and can help you get medicine, whatever you need, and help you feel better. So definitely just making sure that you know what your college offers and what your school can do to help you um, with your career, with your academics, with your with your health and wellness, and really just everything. And then you know take advantage of those things. Don't be afraid to ask for help, even Absolutely. if it's from other classmates, teachers. If you're in the class with other people and you're struggling on something, there's a good chance that other people are struggling with it too. Yeah. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't cheat off each other because you can't do that. But definitely just ask for help and collaborate and I'll help yeah. each other out as much as you can. And I will say, I just really, I just recently started working in like a student affairs administration job. And these are, I mean, these are individuals who went to school and then went to school to learn how to help people going to school. So their jobs are really there to you know, just to be a helping hand and to lend support to you whenever you need it. So they may seem unapproachable. They're wearing the business attire and they're up there in their offices typing away at a keyboard all day. But they're really there to help you. So if you have questions, like you said, don't be you know don't be afraid to answer. It reminds me of a Chinese proverb. That's yeah. a real thing. Yeah. He who asks questions is a fool for five minutes. He who never asks questions is a fool forever. It's awesome. Fortune cookie wisdom right there. Absolutely. But real, but real deal. Like, if you don't get out there and say, hey, I need to know this, someone please tell me, you know, where can I go to get, you know, a peppermint stick because my stomach is sick? Or where can I go to, you know, uh, you know get an ice pack because I, you know, have a broken eye or something like that? I don't, I don't really know. But you have to ask those questions to go and figure out where these things are that you can do. Or you say, hey, I want to get a job. This guy said my resume is trash. What can I do? And they're going to say X, Y, Z. Here's how you fix it, and they help you. So just definitely, you know, knowing what resources your school has, and going out there and taking advantage of them, using them. That's really absolutely, important. absolutely. You want to break? Yes. Stay organized and stay on a budget. If you don't have your life organized, like on paper, or I, you can do it. You can do it electronically. But if you don't have a day, like a day-to-day -day schedule of what you're doing with your classes, your organizations, work other obligations and everything, you will forget something one time or another and it's just going to be hectic and crazy. Absolutely. Get a planner, stay organized, know what you're doing every single day. Did you ever have one of those things in school that you like had to have like an, like an agenda or whatever? Yeah. One of those, yeah, yeah. And your teacher had to sign off on it. Do the same thing. Literally, I have, I've had a planner for four years and I write it in there, I color code it with everything and mm. what it corresponds to, classes, work, school, all types of stuff. Be organized. Know what, what you're doing next, know what you're doing the next day, the next week, the next month, and just have you know a plan and a goal for every day for what you want to do. And obviously staying on a budget is really important. If you're a college student and you're not, you know, working, you're gonna have a limited amount of money, so you wanna know how to use that and spend that the right way. The worst possible thing that you I mean, like one of the worst feelings that you can have is when you when you're down here and you gain a sort of a sort of sense of independency and you know that you're working hard, you know you're doing well in school and you know that you are really organized and then you're like, oh, well I don't have, you know, twenty bucks to, you know, even buy a meal tonight sometimes. And that's how yeah. sometimes that's, that's how it can be. And that's not a good feeling because you know that you're doing everything else hundred percent, but you haven't taken the time to think about how much of your financials that you are really delegating to the, the right things and that's really, really hard. So know your limits, know what you have and know what you can spend and know what you can earn. And just really be able to, you know, figure out how to 
make that balance and make that work. And that's super important. It'll pay off for you in the long run. No one ever wants to have to worry about money. It's the thing that keeps so many people up at night worrying about credit card debt, you know, the, 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 you know, all the stuff and things like that. Just really know what you're doing and figure out a way to make things work for you. And there's another example of a resource on campus. There's lots of resources that campuses have that help students stay on a budget. I know that our university does an on-track program, which helps uh, students, you know, go out and utilize different things and meet different people and go to different events to help them, you know, broaden their horizons and their culture. And we actually, the university is signed on a contract with the Ramsey uh, the Ramsey Group it does a big finance thing for for lots and lots of people, and it's, they have a great program that's helped so many people stay on a budget. And we've actually got them to come in and teach all of our college students that this year. So if you guys go to Tech and you're interested in that, definitely hit me up and I can tell you how to get registered for that. That's awesome. But that's another resource that you can use from the university. Staying on a budget is huge, mm -hmm. huge. And I think me and Logan are going to try to do an episode where we talk about how to eat healthy on a budget, whether you're trying to gain weight or lose weight, mm -hmm. especially if you're off campus. If you're on campus and have a meal plan, it's a little easier. But even there's resources off campus that are close to campus where, I mean, I remember my first semester off campus, I'd go to these little places around campus that did free meals every day. Yeah, absolutely. All the churches. Mm -hmm. All the churches. All the churches. You lead a different religion every day, and that's fine. <laughs> Definitely. And even the free, like, meal swipes, like, mm -hmm. a lot of people... Like, they can get the guest swaps, get their friends into the cafeteria and stuff, so utilize those as well. And staying organized, that's something I didn't do my first semester up here, and it was really hard. But once I started getting a planner, I tried the paper planner, and I still have it. But my problem with that is I'd write it down in the morning, and then just throughout the day, I just would forget to check it. But the digital planner has helped me out a lot, especially with the Google Calendar. If you've got a Google Calendar, it pops up everything that you have for the day. So whenever you get your syllabus at the beginning of the semester, look over it, all those big tests, all those big assignments, go ahead, throw those in the calendar so you can stay on top of it and it'll keep you up to date on everything you gotta do so you just never forget. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. This one is a big one, this is one of these tips right here. Understand that you're gonna make mistakes and that you are going to fail. I can't tell you, I've been very blessed to have a lot of success in my college career, not just academically, but through you know honors from my leadership and for what I've done outside of outside of the classroom. And all those times, those that tiny amount of times that I've been successful and I've had a lot of and that I've you know done the right thing and you know made a hundred percent or made an A, I've also made a you know a C. I made, I've probably done that twice as many times. Uh, you know, you really have to you have to know that while you're here going through all these things, these emotional changes, these physical changes, this you know these these, these mental changes that you've got to know that hey, I'm gonna mess up and I'm gonna fail. What's important is that I have faith in myself to continue to go forward and the belief that I'm not gonna mess things up in the future. And if I do, that I can overcome them. And also, it's really good to know that hey. I messed so much up, you know, I ruined something that our organization wanted to do, I made an awful grade on my test, the girl I like doesn't even want to talk to me anymore, she's talking to somebody else. It's also really important to think that, huh, what do I do, who do I talk to? Number one, there are resources at a university, there's private counselors and therapists, people you can talk to, that's another thing you should use as a resource. And then number two, it's good that you can have those people that you've met in your organizations that you have friends with. If I'm down about something or I'm, or I'm upset or I'm worried, I can't tell you how many times that I've instilled you know, my, you know, my, my faith and you know, what I want to talk about. I can't tell you how many times that I've you know, dealt my problems or 
passed them on to him or passed them on to somebody else and you know just had someone there to listen and talk to me and know that I and knowing that hey you know this guy made a mistake but it's good I'm his friend I'm here to help him it's no big deal you're going to mess up and you're going to have you know a lot of things that are going to go wrong mm -hmm. all you have to do is know that hey I've got people that got my back mm -hmm. I know what's going forward nothing can get me from the sides 100% perimeters all clear absolutely and there's this one I want to say it's like the theory of maximum performance or something like that but basically it says the only way you can get to your maximum performance is if you fail as many times as you possibly can mm -hmm. and learn everything not to do and just so you'll learn also like what works and what doesn't work but the only way you're going to find out what really works is if you try as many things as you possibly can and fail Absolutely. and so it's going to happen mm -hmm. don't be afraid don't be afraid to take those risks yeah. don't be afraid to take those risks just like I said, Thomas Edison, he tried 10,000 times to make the light bulb and he could never do it. And he said, no, I didn't learn how not, I didn't learn, you know, I didn't do it wrong. I learned how not to make one. It's about having that positive attitude and knowing that, hey, yeah, I messed up. Yeah, you know, things, things happened. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm off the beaten path now and I'm, in, I'm headed the wrong way. Turn yourself around. There's so many quotes that are just coming to my head right now. About Make it up the rocky one. <laughs> you gotta be able to take the hit. <laughs> what is it? It's like the football pump-up soundtrack. You gotta be, you gotta know, you gotta get hit. It's not about getting hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. <laughs> exactly what it is. But that's really it. It's And all those cliches are, all those cliches are 100% right. And you hate to hear them, but that's the honest, the God's honest truth. So it's like, you know... When you shoot a bow and arrow, the arrow has to be pulled back before it can go forward and all that philosophical stuff. But it's the truth. You have to learn how to fail before you can ever really truly succeed. And when you're here at college, you're going to mess up. You're going to make a bad grade on assignment. You're going to meet you know, people that get you into the wrong stuff. And things are just going to be bad you know, here and there. You have to know how to overcome and you have to realize that, yeah, I'm going to mess things up. But I have to keep moving forward because not only you know, do I have to, I want to and I can. That's Absolutely. all it is. And I'm glad you touched on the arrows in there. Something I've been wanting to do recently is, if you can see in the back back here, our logo has some arrows in it. I didn't think it. about that. That's awesome. And Good time. No one's really, I hadn't really came out and said the reasoning behind the arrows, and I'm going to, like, here pretty soon. I'll probably write a blog about it or something. But basically, the use of an arrow is to hit a target, to have a goal and to hit a target. And there's two arrows. And being sound mind and sound body, our goal is to hit those targets. And so that's kind of like a little summarized detail behind the, the arrows, but go into more detail about it soon. It's actually super beautiful. I really like that. That's Thank great. You. That's great. Thank it, you. it works into what I said. <laughs> All right, this is our last tip. This is, a, this is an important one. Definitely. Network and make friends. And we've talked about it throughout the podcast, but mm -hmm. meet as many people as you can. Uh, and I would say... I mean, just meet as many people as you can. Really? You never know when you're going to, I mean, I don't want to say use that person, but whenever you're going to need to talk to that person or come across them, even if you meet a person one time and you meet them 10 years down the road at, I don't know, just... Class. Lamaze class. Yeah. A football game. <laughs> a football game. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's always great to have connections and meet as many people as you possibly can. I know one thing that in our organization that we've been involved with is... Uh, we always talk about networking. We have a, a large alumni base of over 300,000 members. And whenever we would go to these big leadership events that we would have, getting to meet all those people, and th those people have actually helped me out a lot. Even if I've met them just one time, even if I've never met them before, like in person, even if I've met them virtually, they've helped me out a lot. Just connecting me with the right people. I was talking to one person who's alumni of our organization, and since I want to be a personal trainer, 
they connected me with a personal trainer that's been one for 15 years and he lives in California and he's told me about his experiences as being a trainer and so definitely meet as many people as you possibly can get get inside get mentors and I don't know not only just you know networking for, you know, for your future and for your mm -hmm. career and a great way to network is to join organizations and to meet different people and join mm -hmm. different things like Jaden said you know the organization that we were a part of you know, it's across tons of different campuses and all things like that. So that's obviously a great place to network. But you can network within your own community. Mm -hmm. You can meet, you know, the people that are in charge of, you know, the dean, the dean of your college, and mm -hmm. then you know, the, the dean of the student affairs for all the groups that you're involved in. People that are in charge of the things that you are interested in. You go and meet them. That's a great opportunity to just say, hey, this is me. Mm -hmm. Show your face. Say, hey, I'm the one that's helping do this. You need anything? Let me know because that presents itself with more opportunities farther and farther down the road. When I first got here uh, to school, like a long time ago, it really was, but um, you know, the, one of the first things I wanted to do was I wanted to join you know, a group and I wanted to find people that could make me feel good about myself and that I could find promise in. And then through that, I knew that I was gonna meet other people and learn how I could help them in the same way and how they can help me. So it's really important to just you know network and meet people so you can get out and have future opportunities in the past or future opportunities you know, later on down the road and things like that. And then also the biggest part of this make friends. Mm -hmm. You don't have to join an organization to make friends. You don't have to do anything to make friends other than continue to be yourself and step out of your comfort zone and go out of your way to just find mm -hmm. someone that you want to hang out with. That's literally the biggest thing. If I didn't have the friends that I had during college for the four years that I was an undergrad, I would never have made it. Not because it was, you know, not because it was college was too hard for me. I would have passed out my classes the same as I did, but it wouldn't have been nearly as fun and it wouldn't have been as rewarding if I wouldn't have met my guy Jaden here, if I wouldn't yeah. have met so many other different people. So you really just have to go out there and say, hey, this is me, this is who I am. Anybody down with that? And someone says, yeah, I'm down with that. This is me, this is who I am. Are you down with that? And you go, yeah, cool. And then you're best buds. Definitely. That's really how it works. So just, you know, don't be afraid to get out there and meet different people. Mm -hmm. Introduce yourself. Heck, get a business card if you need one. Yeah. You want to make friends really professionally. It doesn't really matter. But yeah. just get out there and, you know, you see someone that thinks looks like a cool person. Say, hey, what's up, dude? Mm -hmm. What you doing? Conversation. I'm from here. What do you do? What do you like? Absolutely. So it's, it's really one of the biggest things that can help you. Not because you have someone to talk to and you have something to hang out with, but because you have someone that, you know, during those times that you make mistakes will be there for you. Mm -hmm. During those times where you need a little bit of help, they'll be there for you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think I read a quote, it was earlier today. It was, to get a friend, you must first be a friend. So if you're wanting, someone, if you're wanting to make friends if, and connect with people, you first got to be nice and be a friend of them. Mm -hmm. So if you can do that and have all the friends in the world, large, large friend groups large always friend good groups to have. Are great. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But it's always good to have those real close core group of friends you can always count on too. So, I mean, even if you have a thousand friends, if you just have, if you just have one friend that you know you can count on, that's always going to be there for you. That's good. Yep. But other than that, we'll just summarize everything we went over. Uh, number one was get involved and join an organization or intramurals. Number two is do things outside your comfort zone. Number three is keep your grades your number one priority and go to class. Number four, have a hobby that you enjoy that relieves stress. Number five, Turn off the damn Xbox or PlayStation and be present. That's right. Be it's a big present. one. Remember that one. Number six, eat healthy, go to the gym, and sleep. Number seven, explore and utilize resources at your school. Talk to teachers related to your careers you want. Number eight, stay organized and stay on a budget. Number nine, understand you're going to make mistakes. And number ten, network and make friends. 
And I believe that is all we have for you today, Mr. Colton. Is there right. anything you want to say before we close? No, up? sir. I'm just glad you let me be on the podcast. I mm-hmm. really, really enjoyed it. It's great. Uh, you know, I just hope I can help the rest of the people in the Sound Mind Soundbody Soundbody Academy and mm-hmm. come back again later to talk about something different. Awesome. So, We'd love to have y'all. you. You're always welcome. Thank we'll you. Leave sir. the same way you leave every podcast, making your mission today to be better than you were yesterday. That's right.